I'm Bailey. <laughs> I'm Nini. And welcome to <laughs> On a Grassy Knoll. Oh my god. All right. Hi, guys. Hello. Welcome back to our Grassy Knoll. Grassy ass, windy ass. Grassy and windy, yes. Uh-huh. Quite, quite literally. That's yeah. the, name of the name of the game today. On a windy knoll. On a windy knoll, yeah. On a breezy knoll. O-A-W-K. On a breezy knoll. That doesn't, like, mm -mm. no. Something about the G and then the 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 silent K. Yeah. The silent K, like when you pronounce it. Yeah. It sounds nice. Um... I actually promoted our podcast on my ASMR video. Yeah. I like grabbed my Hydro Flask and I was like, sticker to her. And then I was like, oh, by the way, like, podcast. podcast. And then you went, tick, 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 tick. <laughs> did you clink on the, on the yes. bottom? <laughs> yeah, you guys, if you want to um, follow my ASMR uh, YouTube channel now, it's Bailey and ASMR. But like, I couldn't find, I like looked myself up and I couldn't find myself because there's so many other Bailey ASMR dos. And I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I only got 12 subscribers right she now, said, but that's better than anything. Like, no, said, literally. Right. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But yeah, how was your week? Um, it's been not bad. A little chilly. Uh-huh. A little chilly. But chilly you McGilly. know, yeah. What what can you do? What can you do? You it's know. the season. I feel like I'm somehow still settling from vacation. Really? Yeah. Like I'm still coming back to <laughs> what I need to be doing. Yeah. You're still like. <laughs> like my routine, routine has not has yeah. not come back yet. I haven't been sleeping very well. Really. But other than that, you know, um, I watched that really good movie mm. about the plane crash in oh. the Andes Mountains. Oh. Um, on Netflix. What's it called? Um, Society of the Snow. Or in the snow. In the snow. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was really sad. Okay. It was really long. Mm. But um, I think it'll definitely win an Oscar. Oh, really? Speaking of, did you see the Oscars? Dude, Zach Efron got snubbed. Zach Efron, Greta Gerwig, Margot Robbie. Like, that's, that's that's disappointing. I'm not surprised, but I am disappointed. Yeah, I am disappointed. And I'm like, too. Oppenheimer's going to, like, kill it. Oh, course. yeah, 100%. Like, that's that's going to be the, the, the golden boy. If Which you will. is, like, crazy. Understandable. But oh, no, 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 no. Like, it's totally understandable. Which is crazy that, like, Oppenheimer got one, um, but what's it called? Oh, Maestro? Yeah. Yeah, that one got a bunch too. Yeah. And I was like, and that was a like, like problematic one too. Yeah, it had some it had some issues. I watched it on Netflix. You it did? came out on Netflix recently. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Is it uh, long? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um the story's kinda it kinda jumps timelines like from past and present. Oh okay. um a minute, like a couple Is times, it literally just about him being a like an orchestra conductor yeah. yeah like him getting up to like the role that he eventually like attained you know like the prestige and everything oh, okay. like he was a composer like, oh, okay. and everything too so and then his relationship with his like wife because he was bisexual actually. oh but cool. he was married for to that woman for a very long time oh. i forget her name i think it was cecilia Ooh. but carrie mulligan was great so. oh, I, I love carrie, carrie mulligan, mulligan. Yeah. yeah i i love her and her I little her. her delicate little features she, she really like does have delicate features <laughs> like really cute petite bird like a, <laughs> put a bird on it <laughs> put a bird <laughs> on it, it. <laughs> when the bird comes in the store and they're like get that thing <laughs> They kind of flopped in their later seasons. Yeah, their first like their first three 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 to to four. Four is not bad either. Have you um, speaking of Portlandia, Mayor of Portlandia? Yes, um, Kyle McLaughlin. Mm -hmm. Have you seen his his pictures? No, I haven't seen his TikTok. He's so fucking funny, dude. I saw him like um, (laughs) recreate Lord's pictures where he's like 
uh the point five of him sitting with like oh, his air uh airpod maxes on with like his toes out i'm like queen yeah he, he's so fucking funny <laughs> he dude. is funny. i follow him on instagram i guess it was like all basically promo for his new podcast yeah, yeah. which i'm like that's funny there's yeah. one of him he's like in a little like one of those little like battery powered like kids cars mm, nice. it's like a little hummer uh-huh. he's wearing a yellow raincoat and he's got the mic and like his headphones and he's just like going down the driveway <laughs> i'm like what i want one of those <laughs> did you ever have one as a kid i never got one um i think i had the little the jeep the one. jeep yeah oh, it was white and pink yeah. would you like where would you drive it just around um, like the block around the we lived in a mobile home park so yeah oh, okay, drive it nice. around the drive it to like the little park right there or just around the like street up yeah. and down we used to have like speed bumps on our oh, street nice. so i'm like hey, hey, off-roading hey, hey. <laughs> fucking fall out no i had an electric scooter which was like my prized possession until one time i was trying to do like a cool jump off the sidewalk because our sidewalk was like <laughs> slanted and it was in front of my brother and his hot friend and i ate shit i got like the worst like road rash of oh, my life oh no and like they laughed at me and i was like crying. double whammy not only you hurt it but you're so embarrassed, embarrassed dude. Dude. i was That's... like uh brb you're gonna go kill myself really quick bye <laughs> you and they were just the like okay like, my, brother, my brother didn't give a shit i was like fuck you frog <laughs> oh my god he was like <laughs> nice <laughs> literally he's like you're embarrassing oh, but anyways <laughs> <laughs> my my life is just full of like embarrassing and traumatic moments i think it's a it's a back and forth it's, it's, a, it's a back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> the juxtaposition is really really it hey, but, at least um, you never broke your leg on a date so that's mm-hmm. so true that's so embarrassing that is, that's embarrassing that's embarrassing and painful that's the worst yeah scene. there you go embarrassing yeah, and painful yeah <laughs> No, that is pretty pretty awful. Chalk that one up. Gold star. <sighs> but at least the person you were with was like nice about it because it could have gone like completely wrong. What if they were like, oh, like I don't know how to fucking <laughs> like what would like you know? What if they dropped me and carried me across traffic? <laughs> that would have been even worse. <laughs> they were just like, oh, that sucks. Like, do you want me to? What if they just called the ambulance for you and like Pissed. sent you on your way? Be like, what about my car? Asshole? Yeah. That would be my thing. <laughs> I just imagine all of the terrible straight men that I've been on dates with, and like if something to that caliber happened to me, I feel like they'd be like, "Damn, that's right. crazy." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like, "That sucks." Uh, anyway, we're gonna leave. Yeah, <laughs> and not pay the tab. I'll text you. Yeah, I'll text you. I won't text you. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually I'm gonna, gonna block you. you after this. But I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna text you. But I'm actually gonna block you. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, ghosting is so normalized these days it's kind of sad not that we haven't done our fair share of ghosting like i think it's different when you've like talked to a person a few times and like it kind of fizzles out versus like going on a date with someone and then they just fucking block you it's like yeah you couldn't have just told me to my face that you're not interested it's yeah. not that hard bro grow yeah. a fucking pair anyways this is dating corner with um your favorite cocos with your, with your cocos <laughs> being stared at by ghost face in many forms in many forms in many forms. In many fucking yeah. forms I, yes. I love that he's everywhere he is everywhere. Omniscient. Omniscient, exactly. Omniscient goes face. All right. Um, we'll be back after these brief messages. Meep. Meep. Yay, yay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Baby. I need to know. Everybody should go spin around in this chair. But I, I know, right? I miss you, non-problematic Doji Non-problematic Doji Cat. But, Much know. love to your crew. <laughs> Much love to your crew, though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, our first hater. God bless him. Anyways, um, so like we said last week, we are doing 
a little backwards 2024 Ooh. action um, conspiracy first paranormal second so Love it. it is my turn today and today we are talking about tupac what yeah. oh my god oh hell yeah <gasps> that was so left field i know I'm so right excited. It was on my list, and I was like, oh, like, I should do that one. Like, I feel like, yeah, I I feel like you always do the music ones. So I'm like, okay, like, I got this. Oh, I love it. Let's go. All right. So, Tupac Shakur, uh, born Lizane Parrish Crooks on June 16th, 1971, Gemini. Oh, hello. He was actually, like, his name was legally changed at age one. His mom changed it to Tupac Amaru Shakur. Okay. Um, he was actually named after Tupac Amaru II, uh, who was a descendant of the last Incan ruler and was executed in Peru in 1781 after his failed revolt against Spanish rule. Damn, Isn't that's that cool? Fuck. Like, be like, oh, like, your name's really cool. Like, yeah, so... There's a cool story behind it. Funny story, so I'm named after... <laughs> I'm named after the last Incan ruler. And they drop that on you and you're like, oh. Oh, I was named after my grandma. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what then your name? Brittany? Spears? <laughs> after Spears. Yeah, exactly. After Spears, comma, Brittany. Um, Shakur's mother, Afeni Shakur, explained, quote, I wanted him to have a name of revolutionary indigenous people in the world. I wanted him to know that he was part of a world culture and not just from a neighborhood. That's Which, dope. Like, yeah, I really think that's hard cool. as fuck. But yeah. she was cool as fuck too because um, they were raised in New York City, and both of his parents were political activists mm-hmm. and members of the Black Panther Party. Yes. Yeah. Oh, both of them. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. I thought it was just his mom. Oh, no, sorry. yeah. Um, he was just raised by his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tupac relocated to Baltimore in 1984, and then to the Bay Area in San Francisco in 1988. With the release of his debut album, Tupacalypse Now. Which Damn. I know. It's so fucking Witty. cool. Um, Witty. He became a central figure in West Coast hip hop for his like conscious rap lyrics. Like he's very um very Socially. like outwardly um talking about like political aspects of the world, um, his relationships with women. Mm-hmm. Like he was very he was cool as fuck. Like yeah. truly, like he he was uh, a revolutionary person in and of himself. But, like, how could you not be with your parents being cool as fuck, too? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> being dope as fuck. Yeah, and like, you how, shit. imagine <laughs> you're just a fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you turn into just a guy from the yeah. neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, fucked up. He's <laughs> like, yeah, no, I just want to be from the neighborhood, actually. He's like, I worked so hard to make you um, I didn't know this, but in addition to his music career, he actually was an actor as well. Yes. Yeah. He was in uh, Poetic Justice, mm-hmm. right? Poetic yeah. Justice, Juice, Above the Rim, Bullet, Gridlocked, and Gang Related. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. I know. I was like, okay. Queen. I thought it was just like, I thought it was just Juice and um, Poetic Justice. That's yeah. cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. Nice. I was like, okay, Slay. Okay. Uh, triple Threat. No, King. literally. And he was beautiful. Gorgeous. He was Gorgina. Gorgina. That little, like, Little, like, mm. And he had beautiful eyes, like Chipsky's. just like a, a great facial structure, yeah. honestly. Lashes, brows, mm-hmm. like, the, the, lashes. the lashes. Dude, why do men have the best lashes? Those beautiful eyelashes. And, and, and no. they don't appreciate it. No, and they don't. Know and, 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 I have to pay seventy dollars every other week <laughs> to get my lashes to look like this bitch. Asshole. Oh, <laughs> so, anyways, um, he eventually signed to Marion uh, Shug like Suge, uh-huh. in quotes, that, that was his nickname, uh, Knight's label, which is Death Row Records, mm-hmm. as we know it, and became heavily involved in the growing East Coast, West Coast hip-hop rivalry. So, 
let's get into the night of the crime. <gasps> oh, so Tupac was mortally wounded in a drive-by shooting in Las Vegas, Nevada, on the night of September seventh, nineteen ninety-six. Which, like, why does everything awful happen in September? September. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good time. <laughs> Do you remember? Except that song. Yeah. No. <laughs> My old boss that I fucking hate and I hope she dies. Um. <laughs> was born september 21st and she'd be like oh my god this song is about my birthday i'm like no kill you're yourself. not cool <laughs> yeah kill yourself actually for your birthday, <laughs> for your birthday. <laughs> oh, fuck. what a fun treat um so the black bmw 750 sedan he was riding in with uh shug was <laughs> shug, um was suddenly fired upon from a rented white cadillac that had pulled up alongside the vehicle as they idled at the intersection of flamingo road and cobal lane which like I wonder if that's somewhere we pass when we're in Vegas. I feel like it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's near one of those, like, um, across the street, like, walkway bridges. Mm. I think. Yeah. Interesting. So, Tupac, who was 25 at the time, had failed to notice the danger because he was actually flirting with, like, a a carload of female (gasps) fans at the passenger side of the car. He's like, hey! Hey, girl! Hey, lady! Hey, booty! (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. He was hit four times from the mystery gunman who fired 14 shots from a Glock semi-automatic pistol Damn. with one bullet tearing through his right lung. Yeah. Oh, that's it. So sadly, he died of internal bleeding in the ICU of the University Medical Center of Southern Nevada only six days later. So, oh, damn. Yeah. I thought he died. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't die immediately. Yeah, no. Wow. Bummer. And what's crazy about this is the case went cold for nearly 30 years. Because just last year, when the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department executed a raid on a property in Henderson, Nevada, just 15 miles southeast of like where he was shot, Uh um, a witness to Shakur's shooting, Dwayne Davis, was arrested and charged with the murder. So this just happened in July of 2023. Shit. Okay. I know. Um, Yeah. 30. 30 years dude i know which like oh my god he was he was killed 96 and that's like that means like we're almost 30 because we were born in 95 and suddenly you hear like some sort of large explosion and the mic and then that's just ended the episode <laughs> it's just me imploding lost episode like, yeah it's just me imploding footage. it's like cloverfield but us realizing we're about to be 30 <laughs> it's Fucked. so scary it's so fucking scary um so davis known as i didn't know how to pronounce this keffy d k-e-f-f-e keffy d yeah um he claimed in a memoir and multiple interviews that he was in the white cadillac alongside tupac when the shooting occurred and i guess davis has long been known to investigators as a suspect but was never actually arrested for anything and allegedly he isn't acute he isn't the accused gunman uh-huh. but is described as the group's ringleader that was like okay in the car okay so he might have orchestrated it uh, but we'll get into that gotcha. so he's currently awaiting trial Oh, so we don't know. That's going to take a minute. Yeah, Yeah, of course. (laughs) All right. So Tupac's murder has often been blamed on the escalating East Coast, West Coast hip hop rivalry Mm -hmm. of the 90s. Um, A rivalry that would also claim the life of Tupac's friend turn rival, the notorious B.I.G. In Los Angeles, just a year later, March uh, 9th, 1997. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that one was um, near the... um... 
where the Academy Awards Museum is now. No way. Because across the street is the Peterson Automotive Museum, and that's oh, where fuck. there was like a huge event that night that they were at, and they were leaving that. I'm pretty sure when you got shot. Oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. The more you know. Yep. So, in absence of any concrete answers as to what happened to this hip hop icon, conspiracy theories have filled the void over the past three decades. Of course. So, here yeah. are some of the most common and most bizarre theories oh. about Tupac so stuff. Okay. So, the first one isn't too crazy, right? Because Chuck Phillips, who was an investigative reporter with the Los Angeles Times, spent years researching the killing and published his article, quote, Who Killed Tupac Shakur on September 6, 2002. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first part of this widely read investigation provided an in-depth analysis of the identity of Shakur's murderer. So Phillips presented evidence that the Southside Crips, mm-hmm. a gang from Compton, California, mm-hmm. executed the killing because Tupac was tied to the Mob Peru Bloods, a street mm-hmm. gang that often battled with the Crips. If mm-hmm. you guys don't know, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> um and this was often over like territory, personal sides, mm-hmm. just for the fun of it, like whatever. Yeah, you know, because... I don't, I don't really understand mob violence. So mm-hmm. mob know. slash gang violence. Yeah, mm-hmm. mob. I said mob gang violence. Like, uh, yeah, I'm the... sorry. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Same thing, right? Yeah. Um. So one such slight resulted in Tupac and his Bloods bodyguards beating Crip member Orlando Anderson in the lobby of a Mike Tyson prize fight venue. Mm-hmm. This event, Phillips argued, prompted Anderson to go to his fellow gang members and demand retaliation, which they were like, yeah, of course, like, we got you, dog. Well, let's fucking kill him. That's what friends are for. (laughs) Like, you want me to kill him for you? I got you, baby. Like, like, when we say that, like, jokingly, but like, imagine they're like, like, no, 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 no. we got it, dude. Yeah. So, after that, Tupac headed with um, Suge to the fashionable club 662, the night spot. Uh, that journey would be his final ride, unfortunately. Mm. So obviously like they are speculating, um, Phillips was speculating that this death was basically just revenge for the casino attack. Mm. Um, and the worder, the worder meppin. <laughs> I'm so silly. You guys, I'm not even high. I'm just silly. I like that one. Uh, the worder meppin. The worder meppin. <laughs> um, the murder weapon had been provided to Anderson by notorious big mm-hmm. aka biggie smalls aka his real name christopher wallace mm-hmm. who had agreed to pay a million dollar bounty for tupac's death after becoming enraged with tupac um his 1994 diss track who shot you with hit him up you know um in which he bragged basically about sleeping with biggie's wife faith oh. evans yeah damn First off, fuck your bitch and the click you claim. <laughs> I love and that song like, hey, hey. And then he has like a guy in the music video who looks like Biggie. That's fucked it's up. So fucked up. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Oh my god, but it's a really good song. Anyways, so Anderson would only be interviewed by investigating officers once and then killed a year later on May 29th, 1998 in an unrelated gang shooting. Yeah, so the one person that they were like, oh, like, this guy literally does all of this investigative journalism, and then he's like, oh, the one guy that I could have talked to about this is dead already. So, yeah. They're just kind of like, eh, yeah, yeah, we're just gonna... Like, what do you do? You have all of this information, all of this evidence, all of this And then journalism, I found out he was dead. The and end. then he died by... The end. <laughs> XOXO, Gossip yeah. Girl. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> I love you. It was 2002. What did they have? Follow, uh, add me on AIM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Um, okay, so second theory. In his 2002 film Biggie and Tupac, British documentarian, 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 Doc- yeah, documentarian, yeah, documentarian, Docu- Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm stupid. I'm I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. Documentarian Nick Broomfield argued that the driver of the car, Shug, um, was actually the real puppet master behind yeah. the incident. This is the one I've heard most. Yes. Of. Okay. Um, which is weird because Tupac was the biggest star on his record at the time. Or I mean, like, on his record label at the uh-huh. time. So, Mr. Broomfield interviewed ex-LAPD detective Russell Poole in the film, who claimed that corrupt officers actually helped Shug to cover up both killings. Damn. Shakur's um, murder, he said, was carried out in response to fears that he might leave death row to become an actor. Mm-hmm. On the calculation that he would remain commercially viable as a martyr after his death, but would represent a business threat as a competitor. So he was oh, like, if yeah. you leave me, you know, I'm fucked. But if you're dead, then I can still make money off of you. Um, what is it? Posthumously? Yeah. Posthumously? Just um, just like Selena's family did. With her. <sighs> so unfortunate. They're like, well, sorry, our religion actually says we can't give her blood transfusion. I'm like, that's your daughter. How are you that's supposed your to let her die? Daughter, like, dude. That's, that's fucked up, man. Yo, I killed her. Anyway. Um... Biggie's murder, they also claimed, was staged a year later to conceal Shug's part in the first. So it was like, oh no, it's definitely like this East Coast West Coast, West Coast like rivalry. Yeah. Because why else would they die within a year? Yeah, like but an outside like, an outside agent wants them both dead. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the dis- the director's work has been dismissed as speculative, however, and the credibility of some of his sources are called into question so mm. but i mean i feel like that's with any conspiracy really like, of course any documentary any documentary yeah. any document <laughs> what did i say documentarian documentarian bitch <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> so like a, a rebuttal to that is okay. if shug had planned the attack unrelated to the orlando anderson like you know, incident. Mm-hmm. He placed himself in considerable danger by being present in the BMW at the time. Yeah. When the gunman opened fire because like literally he they were just shot. spraying into yeah. the car. Brr, yeah. 14 shots. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, however, the facts as they do stand leave him with a perfect alibi. Because he was in the car. Like, babe, I didn't do it. Yeah. I'm good. Babe. <laughs> at the detectives. <laughs> Babes, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Your honor. Girl. <laughs> Your honor, Miss Your Honor. Girl. Your Honor, I'm just a Scorpio. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Um, so in 2017, Knight endorsed, so Knight himself, Mm -hmm. um, endorsed another documentary, (laughs) I can't do this, you guys, a documentary, god damn, um, so, okay, he endorsed another documentary that implied that it was he, not Tupac, who was the real target of the attack, and alleged that his ex-wife, Sharitha Golden, and his former head of security, Reggie Willis Jr., had planned it as part of a coup to, um, assume control of death row records mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i could see that ah, yeah makes sense yeah mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so third third conspiracy mm-hmm. um by a man named michael nice oh. which like love that that's cute um claims to have been part of tupac's security team and insisted in december 2018 that the rapper was not dead after all and this ah. is the one that i've heard the most okay, oh, okay. So instead, he says that he himself had played a role in helping stage the drive-by and spirit his boss away to Cuba with the support of the country's late leader, Fidel Castro, <laughs> of who retained a friendly respect for the rapper's former Black Panther, Black Panther aunt, uh, Asada Shakur, uh, okay. who had sought asylum in Havana in 1980 after escaping from prison. Oh, shit. So okay. it's like, oh. 
Okay. Okay, so there's some connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like six degrees of separation. Exactly. Kind of, but yeah, okay, cool. Um, however, before Mr. Nias could deliver the evidence he had promised to substantiate this unlikely story, he died. <gasps> then, sensationally, <gasps> he returned from the grave a year later. What? To reveal that he had faked his own death just to prove it was possible. Kind of iconic, I would say. <laughs> like that, honestly, the commitment to the bit. No, like, I'm literally. gonna fucking show you that you can do this. There's nothing sexier came back, than a like, man committed to a bit. I hope he showed up like David Blaine. He just like, stretched <laughs> out his arms and was like, "I'm here." Like, oh my god, uh, Chris Angel ass, like, yeah, all just, black, <laughs> unbuttoned shirt. Like, <laughs> they're like, what is that? They're like, we thought you were dead. We and he's like dead. softly lit. In the background. <laughs> oh my god. No, okay, so that's crazy. It's interesting because um another friend of Tupac who goes by the alias too short, um, Mr. Todd Anthony Shaw, which like <laughs> <laughs> or known legally as known legally as too short. Mr. Todd Mr. Todd Anthony Shaw. Um, he actually believes in this theory, commenting, quote, I'm just saying that not every politician dies of car accidents or, you know, getting killed. Some of those plane crashes were deliberate. It is a possibility. Believe me, it ain't just open and shut. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm. If someone who's like friends with Tupac is like willing to green light like, this. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Be, okay. 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 And a lot of people have said that they have seen sightings of Tupac. Yes. yes. I do remember this, like, maybe, like, three, three years ago Three-ish years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pictures of him, like, getting off a plane or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, people have seen him in New Orleans, Somalia, Belize, oh. and <laughs> the Daily Mirror reported that Tupac is not only alive, but selling DVDs <laughs> at the Boris Market in Glasgow, England. I mean, Glasgow, Scotland. <laughs> I'm like, babe, be so fucking for real. They're like, yeah, man. When he came back from the dead or whatever, he, he just, just he, he knew a lot about DVDs, and he had this big he had folder. Collection. He had a big folder of, <laughs> of DVDs, and he was just like, you know, you know, we've come so far from VHS tapes, no, to truly. VHS, uh, to V to DVDs, and now. So what is he doing now in 2024 when you know, like physical? Media um, is, ceasing, is, to is exist. ceasing to exist. What's he gonna do? He's gonna be one of the people. making a comeback. Oh, vinyl is making a comeback. So but he's, he's gonna, gonna be one of those people who are like Blu-ray, Blu-ray, Blu-ray. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I hate, I used to date a guy that was like that. He was like, if you don't own it on Blu-ray, what are you doing? I'm like, shut the fuck up and just <laughs> put your penis inside of me. Listen, if you stop talking, you're so much cuter. You're Actually, so much cuter. You're he was so nice, and he had talk. a little lisp, and it was so cute. Oh my god, like I'm you're great when you don't talk. No. I'm <laughs> Okay, this is the last theory. Okay. And the most interesting, okay? Because, oh, okay, well, actually, there's one before that, but it's very small because people think that um, he's living under the, like, witness protection program of the CIA. And the CIA literally came out on Twitter and was like, no. <laughs> Tupac is dead. They're like, he's not on the payroll. Not, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but, like, okay, if... I, like that that doesn't really mean no. much to me yeah like you're like, the I'm cia sure you're is on twitter yeah yeah no. like shut the fuck up the cia <laughs> like that that statement in itself is yeah wild exactly the CIA i know is on twitter shut the fuck up. it's so dystopian when you think about it <laughs> so anyways um adding further fuel to this fire is the theory that one of tupac's nicknames machiavelli mm-hmm. in tribute to the renaissance political thinker niccolo machiavelli mm-hmm. is actually an anagram of 
am alive. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 With a peace sign. Yeah, peace sign, a little uh, tongue foos. And the tongue with a bandana. But, okay, this is what I found interesting. Okay. It's been pointed out that Machiavelli himself advocated faking, to one, faking one's death in his 1520 treaties, The Art of War, in order to win an advantage in battle. He stated, quote, sometimes it has been a great moment while the fight is going on to disseminate words that pronounce the enemy's captain to be dead or to have been conquered by another part of the army. Many times this has given victory to those who used it. And so people are like, interesting, because to point out the fact that Tupac's posthumous um, album, The Dawn, Caluminati, which like also also yeah <laughs> the don Caluminati, the seven day theory 1996 features a design by ronald risky brent of tupac as jesus christ on the cover who returned from the dead mm-hmm. after crucifixion so mm-hmm. like i see like the the dots uh, okay. being connected Some like it's inklings, a little yeah you know and i don't get me wrong i think all of these are interesting but hopefully Dwayne Davis, the the person who's been arrested, mm-hmm. will end these theories and just kind of give us like clarity on Tupac's murder. Yeah. But, so yeah. Dang. I know. That's a wild ride. I know. That's a wild ride. A lot of it, I feel like it was um the like gang violence related. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like when so many other avenues have been explored, you're just kind of like, oh, well maybe i i don't think he's still alive no but like unfortunately yeah unfortunately i wish he was still alive that'd be kind of that'd be kind of cool but i don't know i i do think um shug knight um of death road records has definitely benefited from yeah his like martyrism i guess you could say what theory do you feel holds the most the most water (sighs) Mm, probably that uh Orlando Anderson, like was the you know was, like revenging, the orchestrator, yeah, yeah, avenging his like attack. Yeah, because it was in it was inside of one of the casinos. I think mm-hmm. it was inside Caesar's Palace yeah, or something. something. And there's like no, no, no MGM of, Grand, MGM yeah. Grand, mm-hmm. yeah, and there's like tons of footage. footage. Yeah, mm-hmm. they beat the shit out of yeah. him. Uh-huh. So, so like, why not? It was a public place like that too. By who it was, like mm-hmm. I, that wouldn't be surprising. But because like especially, I feel like a lot of gang violence is like um, your like reputation, like yeah. you know. If you're beat up in front of all of these bitches, it's like thing. yeah, it's respect. Yeah. Like oh yeah. fuck, like you you can't do that to me. Like, yeah, you I'm gonna get your me ass in front of, my, mm-hmm. in front of yeah. my friends. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> you diss me in front of my friends. <laughs> Oi! I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. So yeah, that, that was a good one. That is Tupac. That is unfortunately the, the mysterious mystery of the Tupac. mysterious mystery of Tupac Shakur. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was Shug Knight. I do think I I absolutely yeah, think it should. I think it killed him. Unforge, but like, I feel like that reminds me of um the Paul McCartney one because remember they were like oh like we can't let people know that Paul McCartney's dead or else it'll affect it. So it's like why didn't they use that? Like oh Paul McCartney's dead like that'll boost sales. So like mm-hmm. you know I just I don't know. I would like to think that people aren't that terrible, but the world is. A god awful place, especially for it money. Yeah, the things people will do for money mm-hmm. and and power. Especially if if Tupac was like actually thinking about leaving yeah. the record. Yeah, they would absolutely fuck. Yeah. So what a what a time. What to a be time. Alive. What a time to be alive. Okay, bye. <laughs> you think eating yeah, nail no, polish? Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had a, a doctor like Google something in front of you and you're like, why am I paying you for this? I could have Googled it myself. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, they did um at the emergency room when I broke my leg last summer. Not Are the first serious? emergency room visit, the second one I had, yeah. Yeah. What did they Google? Osteogenesis imperfecta. I was like, oh, cool. No, oh, that makes me feel really I was like, tell comfortable me you in know, your care. Yeah, tell me you know nothing without telling, telling me. you know nothing. <laughs> and you get paid like $50 an hour to know nothing. <sighs> That's crazy. That's incredible. 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 Sorry, All right. I'm chewing. I'm, I'm having a little worm. A little worm. Yeah, we got Sour Bright Crawlers Fruit Punch, which are kind of delicious. They, I kind of like them more than the regular ones. Yeah. The, they're, like, very, like, vibrant and, like, tangy. Mm-hmm, they're yeah. very tangy. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. And then pretzels. Nini was pretzels. craving pretzels. Pretzels. I'm a simple woman. I'm a simple <laughs> woman. I'm a simple she-they. Just like our story for today's haunting. Ooh! To be very simple. Okay. Keeping it, keeping it real chill. Yay! Yeah. Okay. Um, Love that. No international travel taking okay. place today. I'm actually taking a little road trip. Ooh. Um, to one of my favorite places. Where? The whale's vagina, as Ron <gasps> Burgundy would say. What? San Diego. Oh. To Anchorman. I've never seen Anchorman. You've never seen no. Anchorman? No. You know I don't like Will Ferrell. I'm like, <laughs> you say that like that has some bearing in, in it. Like I don't know, maybe we could watch that sometime. It's it's fucking funny. Really? They're, they're, they're reporters in San Diego, obviously. In oh, okay. San Diego. San Diego. It's how you pronounce it. He's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like native for the whale's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're heading to San Diego. Okay. Uh, specifically to the old Point Loma Lighthouse. Oh. Which sits inside the Cabrillo National Monument at the mouth of San Diego Bay. So oh, like okay. really close to the really close to the border. Oh, okay, nice. Um, as always, we begin with our friend Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Give it up for Wikipedia, people. Come on, give it up, give it up. Thank you. Around, Around the applause. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's joke. so high school coded. <laughs> I, I love it. It's so dad coded, bro. <laughs> oh. So, in September 1850, two big things happened. Okay. On September 9th, California was admitted into the Union. Oh. And on September 28th. Congress appropriated $90,000, or approximately $3 million in Holy today's shit. money, okay. for the construction of lighthouses all along the California coast. Oh. Uh, four years after this first bit of cash was given, another $59,000, or $2 million in today's dollars, okay. was put towards the project. A location was chosen in 1851, close to the summit of Point Loma, California, and construction started in April 1854. Okay. Long time. Yeah. Um, the lighthouse is built in the New England slash Cape Cod style, which is very Ooh. cute. I have a photo to show you. Hold on. Oh, what it looks like. I love that. Um, I, this specific style was not very common here. I was gonna say, um, but it's it's one of the oldest lighthouses in California. Really, I want to say if not, um, I didn't even know California had lighthouses. Right, especially ones that look like that. Yeah, I always thought they would just be like the towers. Uh-huh. I'm like, this one has a little house like attached to it. It's a crazy. little house. Um. So um, it was unpainted, and it originally had a tin roof, oh. and the little tower part that stuck out of the house was painted red. Okay. But then over time, you know, it started to fade, so then they wrapped it with, um, like, they redid it with metal, and then they painted the house with, um, what's it called, like, lime wash or something? Oh, okay. So it wouldn't, like, get damaged by the gotcha. wind in the air. Right. It was originally just wood, so. Oh, okay. Um, while the lighthouse itself was under construction, there was a little building um, also built next door. Okay. This was used as a shed for storing wood and oil. Okay. Um, to light the lamp. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, sperm whale oil, lard oil, and kerosene were used to power the light. Mm. Yeah. So it really Stinky. is the whale's vagina. Stinky. Yeah. <laughs> Stinky. Um, <laughs> but in 1875, the little building was built into an apartment for the assistant lighthouse keeper. Mm. And this bit of info is from a PBS SoCal.org uh, article titled okay. A Fixed White Light. 
um, which tells the history of, of the lighthouse. Uh-huh. Um, so the lighthouse keeper and the, his family lived inside the actual lighthouse tower. Oh. So the one that was like attached to the little house. It had a basement, a ground floor parlor, so like a little living room, uh-huh. an all-purpose room, and two bedrooms like halfway up the tower. Oh. Yeah. And then they're like weird. at the, like the lighthouse keeper's room would be the last one up the tower before you got to the light. It's giving the lighthouse Willem Dafoe and... Yes, absolutely. That's what I was thinking the entire time Mm -hmm. I was I was seeing this in my in my brain. Um, Today, this uh, adjoining house that had all the oil and stuff. Uh That's um, where the museum is. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Oh, that's a museum. Yeah, we should go check it out sometime. Like I've never been to a lighthouse. Mm. Period. Yeah, me neither. That'd be really cool. Um, This national park is also named after Juan Rodriguez Cabrillo, who is an Iberian, so Spanish explorer, Uh who was the first European or led the first European expedition to set foot on what is now the West Coast. Oh, in San Diego on September twenty eighth, fifteen forty two. Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, my hard to wrap my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fun fun facts of the of the lighthouse. Uh, The lens had to be ordered from Paris, and it arrived a year later after construction started in August eighteen fifty five. Okay. And the lighthouse was um, officially lit and finished. uh, Like construction was done Uh on November fifteenth, eighteen (gasps) fifty five. The day of my birthday. Hey, Hey. Scorpio season. (laughs) Yeah, the old point Loma lighthouse is a Scorpio. (laughs) (laughs) Confirm. During its thirty six years of operation, the old point Loma lighthouse held the title of the highest elevated lighthouse in any of the United States. Oh. Standing about 422 feet above sea level. It was scary. Very scary. Yeah. And it's like on the edge of a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) Shivering. Um, The lighthouse itself, the tower itself was 46 feet tall. Holy shit. Yeah. Scary. And it looks like such a small house. Yeah, it really does. Something that big coming out of it, it'd be like, "Eh." it's just kind of like a smokestack. Yeah. Like kind of creepy. Um, the location, however, would be part of its downfall, oh. though, because um, when the fog was thick and the clouds were low, approaching ships couldn't really see the light all oh, that well, because no. it was so far off from the actual level of the sea. Oh. Um, so supposedly the lighthouse keeper would have to go out at night and, like, pop off some rounds from his shotgun to, like, further warn them, like, hey, there's, like, land is here, go that way. Are you serious? Imagine they just like run straight into the cliff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he runs out of bullets. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> so by 1881, the problem was obvious. Yeah. And uh, it was decided that another lighthouse had to be built oh, nearby. And okay. this one would just be decommissioned. Okay. So on March 23rd, 1891, the flame at the old Point Loma lighthouse was extinguished. And the new Point Loma lighthouse, which is uh, just 88 feet above the Pacific Ocean, okay. instead of like 400 feet, so right. a lot more visible, was lit for the first time. And it's pretty cool because the guy that um, was the first lighthouse keeper of the new one, uh-huh. his name was Robert Decatur Israel, and he was the longest running keeper of the old Point Loma Lighthouse. Oh. Him and his family ran it for 18 years. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's cool. So, oh, it's so windy outside. Big, big wind, big wind. Okay. And now I have just a smidge of history about Robert and his family, and then we'll get into the hauntings. The hauntings. The hauntings. So, um, a little history about um, the captain. Robert Decatur Israel, okay. who ran the lighthouse. Um, but while the lighthouse was still in service before he showed up, mm-hmm. they had 10 keepers. Oh. Um, which um, I think this length of employment, um, his length of employment um, kind of shows that it wasn't a job for everybody because they had a really high turnover rate. I was going to say. Um, but this PBS article that I mentioned earlier um, by Hadley Mears, uh, Fixed White Light, uh, they said the high turnover rate for lighthouse keepers wasn't surprising given that, quote, both the keepers and assistants typically worked 84 hours a week. 
I know. Keepers and their families were expected to clean the light, trim the wick, and ensure it didn't go out, keep meteorological journals, and entertain intrigued visitors. But hey, room and board and basic essentials were free. Oh. Um, oh, and then there's the harsh winds, the dense fog, and yeah. the two-hour buggy ride back to Old Town San Diego. Or if you wanted to row across, like, the strip of water, like, you could row into Old Town oh San God. Diego. Which is what their kids would do to go to school. It was oh a two-hour boat ride to get to school. Insane. insane oh my god insane I'm like how do people live like no this? literally and then it was so windy and cold on the island that mm. it was hard for them to grow like vegetables eventually uh. they were able to have like a really cute garden and now there's like a recreation of it so oh, you can cute. visit it which is really sweet but apparently it was really hard for them to get like fresh water and yeah. stuff too and i'm like that's awful. awful you're so yeah, isolated no wonder there's a high turnover rate yeah jesus they're like but you get cans of beans and for your room and board <laughs> <And you're laughs> i mean maybe if you like had literally nothing else to do like with your life and like you were just but no i can't imagine no that way. No, no i can't i'm like is there wi-fi <laughs> is there wi-fi <laughs> i can't grow my weed out there because they're the, the winds are too crazy yeah no absolutely not. so um captain robert decatur israel was born in pittsburgh pennsylvania on March 23rd, 1826, to a Pennsylvania Dutch father and Scottish-Irish mother. Cool. He fought for the army in the Mexican-American War, um, which I thought it was interesting. He fought in the Battle of Chapultepec, which I mentioned in our episode about La Casa de la Tia Tonya. Yeah. Um, So go listen to that one. I want to say that's like episode two two or three. three. One of the the early ones. Um, Then he moved to San Diego in 1848, where he worked as a saloon keeper. Which that I would be a, a saloon keeper. keeper. I would absolutely, absolutely, be a absolutely. and a blacksmith. He was married to Maria Arcadia Alipas Machado, the daughter of a well-to-do San Diego family, okay. in 1852 in Old Town San Diego, and they had four children. Okay. Uh, one of whom passed away sadly at a young age, Aww. probably some sort of like sad Sickness, disease, yeah. some sort of sad tuberculosis disease. <laughs> um, so Robert started working at the lighthouse in Old Point Loma in 1871. And just two or three years later, sources had varying dates, okay. he would be promoted to the head lighthouse keeper. Okay. Um, while he was there as the official keeper, his wife, Maria, basically was the assistant keeper for about four years. Um, they lived inside the lighthouse, like I said, for 18 years. Um, they even had one of their grandchildren born inside the lighthouse. Oh my god. I'm like, that's cool as fuck. That's crazy. That's, like, they, like, their kids grew the fuck up and, like, got, like, partners and then, like, had kids in there. Like, that's nuts, dude. In a two, wha- two-bedroom house. In a two-bedroom house. In a tower. In a tower, two hours away from, like, Civilization. The, the closest. Yeah, no. Yeah. Who was out there, like, let me have your hand in marriage. Let me impregnate uh, yeah. you. Yeah. Like, well, w- once you rode into the, <laughs> into town two hours later, then you had your pick of maidens. I bet they were so strong, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They're probably ripped. So yeah. Like, understandable. Understandable. I, I'm like, oh, wait, now? Maybe I maybe, could, maybe I I could live it. in a okay. lighthouse. I could see. Um, so, like I said, he went from the old Point Loma lighthouse to the new one. And then he was buried at uh, Fort Rosecrans Cemetery, which is actually on the same, like, plot of land oh, as really? the lighthouse. Um, It's about a mile away. Oh. And it's... Also alleged that the cemetery is haunted. Oh. So that's where the hauntings begin. Okay. Um, I have three three tales or three sources to share with you. Gotcha. Uh, this first one is a twenty October 2022 LA Times article titled Get Spooked by These Haunted <laughs> Lighthouses Along the California Coast. Love that. By Rachel Schnaz- Schnauzer. Schnauzer? Schnauzer? Not, 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 not Schnauzer, Schnauzer like the dog. Sch- oh. Sch- Schnauzer. Schnauzer. Yeah. 
It's weird. Schnauzer. I, I kind of like that, though. Yeah, it reminds yeah, me of, like, schnauz. Like, yeah. Nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so she quotes from the San Diego Tribune reporter Zara Irshad, who claims that, quote, visitors to Old Point Loma have reported hearing heavy footsteps, moaning, and labored breathing while exploring the space in addition to sporadic cold spots. Jesus. Uh, she goes on to say that it's unclear who exactly is haunting the lighthouse. Some think it's the ghost of explorer Juan Rodriguez Cabrillo, uh-huh. and some people just think it's the soul of Captain Robert, I was like, say. checking up on the place. Yeah. Yeah. Still, you know it's probably I mean? just like his moans and groans and grunts of like hard labor yeah like going you know? up and down yeah. the fucking stairs like flicking the the changing the wick out and yeah, like all that crazy. stuff so um i thought this part was kind of funny what uh schnauzer said uh quote the scariest thing about the old point loma lighthouse perhaps it's the fact that the lighthouse wasn't particularly good at its job for real it's <laughs> like you girl stink. girl you stink <laughs> you call this girl lighthouse? you stink because <laughs> <laughs> it's stinky like your oil <laughs> so the next the next bit i have is from ghostcitytours.com okay um this is just the article for the old point loma lighthouse that's what it's called it doesn't have a author okay um this article offers up that quote some people have mentioned a low almost demonic moaning coming from the bedrooms but perhaps the most chilling encounter that took place was when a visitor was climbing up the stairs to the light, which as of 2024, you can only do two times a year. Oh. One is like in, I think, May and the other one's in September. Mm. One is when it's the National Parks um, like anniversary uh-huh. and then another one where it commemorates like Cabrillo Monument like uh, day or something. Uh-huh. Um, other than that, you can't you go can't up there. That. You uh-huh. just go on like the grounds. Gotcha. Um, so they could hear that they could hear that same eerie moan, and it got louder and louder with each step. Mm. When they got to the top, it became bone-chillingly cold, and a dark, shadowy figure appeared, quickly flew by, then disappeared down the stairs. Okay. Like, that's fucking yeah, scary. No, I, don't like I, that. I didn't like that. Uh, this website is also the one that claims that the Rosecrans National Cemetery mm. um, has been known to have its own share of paranormal activity. Understandably Perhaps so, it's a cemetery. some of that energy has bled into the lighthouse. Yeah, maybe. Um, and then the last one is a 2023 San Diego Explorer.com article okay. from this is this sounds like a fake name. Okay. Like the one from, from last week's mm-hmm. episode. Hedge Metreon. <laughs> Mike, that's an anagram. Okay. That's an anagram for <laughs> no, something that else. Like I'm, I'm alive, okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, this is from the article The Six Most Haunted Places in San Diego. Um Visitors have also reported, quote, a menacing, fearful feeling of someone standing right behind them. Oh, I don't like that. Which is, like, like the most... But, that the and business. the cold spots are, like, the most commonly, mm, like, associated, so, yeah. associated things. And then I have some more photos. This is the view from the top of the staircase. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's, like, perfect little snail. This is Captain Robert. Oh, okay. Old old man. Old man. He only uh, stayed at the New Point Loma Lighthouse for, like, another, like, five years. Mm. By the time they... Um, let him go he was like 65 oh so, I mean, okay obviously yeah. right yeah. but in this picture he's 40 just kidding no, oh. i don't know how old he is <laughs> no fucking way that one and picture it's like a, a a soldier before and after like he goes to war and like they're completely like, <laughs> uh, like that man 25 years old that man is 16 actually <laughs> of course life was hard for a 16 year old 
And yeah, that's the Old Point Mama Lighthouse. Okay, cute. Very, very chill, very quaint. Yeah. Um, if anybody wants to road trip with so us. So nobody like Addie, died there? Nobody officially died there. No. That's weird that it's haunted then. Like, yeah. what's haunting them? But I guess it could be just like a residual haunting from Captain Israel or whatever. Yeah, yeah. or maybe it is that explorer guy. That's true. You know, because yeah. I don't really, I didn't really read up on like what Is it like the him. original one that's haunted or the second one? The original one. Original one. The one okay. from like, what is this? 18, 1850. Yeah. The, okay. the first one that was commissioned. Yeah. Interesting. So it only, it was only around for like 40 years hmm. that it was in commission. And it's crazy. Like apparently they switch out like the, the actual lenses. So the big like glass things that mm. surround the light source, um, they change those out from lighthouse to lighthouse like, oh. all over California. Oh, okay. So like if the one in, uh, there's one in Big Sur that's also haunted. Um, that one's called the Point Sur Lighthouse, I'm okay. pretty sure. Um, that one though, there wasn't any hauntings that I found that happened on the property, but oh. there's a lot of shipwrecks in the area. Oh, there was like, you of like eight or nine Holy that I shit. saw like all from like the 1800s like oh, to 1700s um so that's why that one's haunted because mm-hmm. like that's the you can know. you imagine like spending all that time at sea and then crashing you know what's crazy too what? well, uh, I realized like during researching that one I was like because I was gonna do that one but then I was like well like, I feel like there's not really enough specifics about it this one has a little bit more like meat on it but I thought it was cool that um you know how people say that if you have like a near-death experience you see like a, a bright like <gasps> a bright light <gasps> I'm like, I wonder if that has anything to do with, with like, historically, the, yeah. like, you know, people on ships seeing that light, oh, like, before, like, a shipwreck or something happened. That's weird. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that it just, like, my brain. Yeah, put, put that uh, interesting connection. connection. Yeah, it's like, oh, my mind. My mind. Works. It still works. It still works. <laughs> oh, I'm so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's cute. Thank you. I like that. Thank you. So we're gonna go to the lighthouse sometimes. Yeah. Wanna... You said where is it at in San Diego? Uh let's let's look it up on the map. Okay. Actually. But yeah, it looks cute. You can like um you can not camp, you can picnic out oh, okay. there. They have like oh and also cool, there's like descendants of Captain Robert <gasps> that do like reenactments and stuff no, like cool. at the thing. Yeah, I'm like yeah, that's like that. really fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty that's pretty neat. Um, no, wait, I wanted the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. Oh, it's like near Ocean Beach, I think. Whale overlook. Ah! Oh. Ah! Oh, look, they have tide pools. Oh, that's cute. Like, so there's the old one, and then the new one's down there. Oh, wow. So, it's like... Yeah, this is oh, where, okay. um, Sunset Cliffs is over here, and then there's Ocean Beach. They have a nice dog beach. Oh, do they? Yeah. Um... I just know. The Holiday Inn. Yeah, the Holiday They have a Holiday Inn, of course. Uh, we have a Kona uh, campground Love as that. well. Uh, yeah, so it's like all the way in this little Damn. Peninsula. And then look at the Navy Lodge. Like right Navy across. Lodge, Breakers Beach. Oh, and there's a, um, what do you call it? There's a nude beach somewhere. Right? Really? There's a nude beach as well. Yeah. Anyway, oh. that's that's today's tale. Good beans. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Keeping it, keeping it light. Keeping it. Fresh. Thank God, because sometimes when you cover paranormal, like they actually scare me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta be home alone tonight. <laughs> I found a, a really good one for uh, my next conspiracy. Also. Really? That relates to a band, but like a modern Ooh, band. Yeah. I was like, oh, that, that one's gonna be. That's gonna be. That fun. Gonna be fun okay. Very exciting. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, oh, you. we wanted to update you. Oh, yes. We're going to be doing bi-weekly because we're just fucking busy. We just have a lot we're of stuff adults. going on right yeah. now. Yeah. And you guys aren't listening enough to make this like our full-time job or anything. So you guys are really dropping the ball here. Really dropping the ball. <laughs> really harshing my vibe, if you will. Um, Killing my vibe. So Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Be better yes. about that. Yeah, please. <laughs>
why can't you just be, be better? <laughs> um, <laughs> but we love you. I <laughs> mean it. <laughs> uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. On a grassy note. On TikTok. On a grassy note. Email us at OIGK Redux. That's R E D U X at gmail.com. And tweet us. OIGK Podcast. Yeah. I almost forgot that one. Yeah, I was me like, too. I was ah! like, uh- <laughs> anyways. Um, okay. Love you. Don't get blown away. Bye. True. Bye. <laughs>